You're listening to Positive Thinking with Georgia Sedell, a series of interviews with non-celebrity, normal people in my life on their passions, relationships, happiest and most defining moments of their lives. My guest this week is my old drama school buddy, Katrina Nafisi, who is also a TikTok and Instagram influencer. I always start my podcast with a bit of positive news. Okay. So I'm going to start with something I found on the news from, is it, what's the date today? From two days ago on Mm goodnewsnetwork.org. I always start like this. I say it always, this is like the second time, but whatever. (laughs) I was going to say, is your podcast out already? Yeah, it's on Spotify. Okay, I'm sorry. I haven't, I don't really do social media anymore. I just like post and get off. So I don't see anything. No, no, no. It's literally, I've done one tester episode with one and I told him, I told him it wasn't going anywhere. It was just a test. But then of course I posted it to see what would happen to it. Yeah. Just as a test. And it is now available in six countries. And like, (laughs) I mean, it's actually available in every country, but six different countries have listened to it. I've got like Israel, Mexico. (laughs) That's cool. What's it called? Uh, positive thinking. Oh, you're so cute. I know. Uh, it's all about being positive and like I looking at the positive. bright side. Always look on. Anyway, so, <laughs> so back to positive. Here's, here's a news article. Let me know what you think. Okay. okay. I couldn't believe it when I read this. Billionaire reaches his goal of giving away his entire fortune after 38 years of secret donations. Oh, so... Shit. I know, right? So in it's Jeff Bezos, right? <laughs> so in 1982, a wealthy businessman quietly set up a foundation. His goal, I don't know why this was his goal, was to secretly give away his entire fortune. Now, 38 years later, he has achieved his goal at the age of 89. Basically, he set up this duty-free shopping business. He he made eight billion dollars. And now he's just given it all away to charity. Wow. That's amazing. That's a nice guy. I don't know anyone that nice. I bet his family hates him. <laughs> just kidding. Can you imagine <laughs> his granddaughter? I know, be like, oh, where's my money? Yeah, like struggling to pay your rent, like, you know, tough. 2020 is a tough year. You're like, can't <laughs> eat. <laughs> you can't eat, but like, your granddad gave away $8 billion. Wow. Does it say like what his, his, what he um, gave the money to mostly, or is it just a sporadic amount? Um, Various human rights groups, like whatever, who needs human rights. Yeah, right. And then like 1.9 billion to fund various projects in Northern Ireland. Why Northern Ireland? It's so random. I think originally Northern Ireland. Um, but yeah, he basically, yeah, basically just human rights groups. Oh, he also donated nearly 4 billion to higher education institutions. 1 billion to Cornell University alone. I feel like Cornell have enough money. Yeah, I think they're good. Anyway. Are we supposed supposed to be positive about this? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. (laughs) We're like, what an asshole. (laughs) It's a lovely thing. (laughs) I mean, it's a great piece of good news. It just goes to show that there are some amazing people out there. There really are. Because at the moment, I feel like everyone's an arsehole. Well, yeah, and also, like, our, our, I mean, I don't know about the UK, but America doesn't really promote, like, nice people. Like, we just promote negative, negativity and, like, 
the Trump. shitty things people do. Yeah. Oh. Trump. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you guys get a lot of Trump coverage there? Yeah. Trump is everywhere. I hate his face. I'm sick of his face. I can't do it anymore. I can't. I can't do it. I, can't, I literally can't watch anything anymore. I just turn I it off. I can't imagine like living there. It's awful. And it's even worse because you think in like the communities that we're in, like I would think that in New York City, he wouldn't have any voters here, but there's a lot and people are like really aggressive. Like we have this app that we use for like crime in our neighborhood. And every time you go on there, he's, it's people in the comments being like, this is cause Democrats are running this country and fuck you and Trump 2020. And like, I don't know, it's weird. And people are so aggressive and like against everything because he's against everything and he makes everything scary and weird. And I don't want to live here anymore. You can live in England with me. Wish. It sucks that you still have to see his face, though. Yeah, I know, but not that much. We we have Boris over here, Boris Johnson. Yeah. Have him? Yeah, 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 I know Boris. He, he's got, like, really messy hair, and, like, he has no idea what he's doing, and he's basically, like, he's basically, like, a really private... He's, like, a private schoolboy who, like, ended up as, like, head boy because he happened to be someone's like that maybe like the headmaster's grandson or something and then yeah. like all of a sudden has been given all this responsibility and has no idea what to do with it right talking of cute <laughs> with each uh podcast i'm doing different parts so i'm going to ask you about a few things Okay. The first thing I'm going to ask you is about your biggest passion. Okay. Do you want me to answer what that now? What is your biggest passion and why? Um, I know you sent me these questions earlier and I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> my, <laughs> my biggest passion is filmmaking. And I love it because it's like, um, it's an endless supply of creativity. There's like no limit to what you can do. Like it incorporates all aspects of art, which I love. And I love how much community it has. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna put in now, um, like a, you know, your TikTok video with um, it's 2020, 2020, yeah. like a shot. Yeah. 2020 is just like a shot. You think, oh, this fart might be bad. But you don't expect the poop to start coming out of you, to flow down your legs. But it does. And it never stops. <laughs> it's so true. It is totally a shark. It, it is a shark. I see the thing is I sat here for a long time, like writing ideas. Sorry, yeah. I sat here for a long time writing like funny ideas for like 2020 and I had like all these like really smart thought out like funny jokes and I was like no it really is just like a shark like you really sit there and you're like no it can't be that bad like it you know you think like oh it might hurt a little bit or it might be kind of loud but like you never I don't know it just keeps coming out you know and it just keeps <laughs> at least like it just keeps coming and, and you're like, like, you're trying to run to the bathroom. Like, you're trying to, like, solve all the problems. You're like, I'm going to get in there. It's going to be fine. And then, like, it's not. And you shall be your friend's apartment. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's a shot. It's a year-long shot. 
<laughs> it never ends. I mean, but, it um, used to be over a year, even. God, I know. How is it in the UK? Is it okay over there? I don't really know. Like, I, I honestly could not tell you what's happening right now. I could not tell you the rules. The rules are so weird and like they change every week and as a teacher mm-hmm. I then have to enforce different rules every week and the kids are like shut What's up going like, on? yeah yeah so uh yeah like the first week of school we had no masks second week of school we had masks then it was like you get sent to the principal's office for social distancing and then there's this and then there's that and then there's like we'll probably be, I think we're going to be in lockdown in October really yeah yeah, they put out like a warning that in October they're gonna kind of shut everything down before oh, like winter. God, that sucks. I know. I wish they would do that here. Yeah, it just seems like Trump is so. Because I, I want to spread this stuff. Yeah, I don't. I, I yeah, we don't have to talk about this again. I just yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, America I'm- sucks. I just want you to put in like uh, uh, just me over and over just saying America sucks. I fucking hate it here. <laughs> over just that's the whole podcast is just a repetition of that on positive thinking <laughs> fuck america <laughs> yeah. oh but there are so many positives that have come from this yeah like um more time at home yes i've read so many books <laughs> i have not <laughs> Never, I've never really read before. I'm an avid reader now. I would wow, that's awesome. I could book a week now. Still. Wow. I watch like eight movies a week. Does that count? That totally counts. It's culture. I love movies. Um. So so yeah, talking of movies and filmmaking, that uh, uh, that's your biggest passion. But and yeah. I feel like you were way ahead of like the TikTok world because you were making like these short funny videos. For a long time. I actually look back and I've been making, like, I've been posting online for 12 years. So, yeah, since I was like 13. No, 12. I've been doing it for a long, like, the second YouTube was a thing, I started making videos. So, yeah, I, (laughs) it's funny because a lot of my friends are like, I'm surprised you haven't had a bigger following before this. And I'm like, well, I think. I don't know. I think there's a time and place for everything. And I don't know. I feel lucky enough to where like, I don't know. I I know what kind of comedy I like and I don't have to like guess about it every single week. I'm like, oh, I like this. I'm going to make this. I like, I'm more sure of myself than I think I would have been if it was 10 years ago and people started following me. Although when I was 12, I did have like seven followers on YouTube. So (laughs) Um, I was a pretty big deal back then. I love that. But yeah. now, like, I was on your TikTok. I mean, I'm I'm one of your TikTok fans. And I remember, like, <laughs> commenting, like, I know her. And then you, like, followed me. I love your page, too. I was on it the other day. I was like, Georgia is literally so cute. You were, like, going so hard. And it was making me so happy when you were doing, like, all of your little, like, voice acting stuff. I'm, like, obsessed. I had about two followers. And then I made one video. I don't understand how the algorithm, algorithm works. Because I made a video and it got like 80,000 views. That's awesome. And I only had two followers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think, but I think that's why people love TikTok so much is because you can get seen. Whereas like other platforms, like 
it's not easy to gain a following on Instagram. It's not easy to gain a following, especially on YouTube. YouTube's really hard to crack. Like it, it's algorithm doesn't make any sense. And you have like the content you have to be pumping out like weekly is insane. Like you have to be so consistent and precise every single week. And it's, it's hard because you, you could do it for two years and still not find that right spot in YouTube and still not get anywhere. I have a lot of friends that have done that, but, um, yeah, TikTok's that cool, like, little area of the world where you can, like, post something and you have the the ability for it to get 20 million views overnight, which no other platform has, which that that's why I loved it so much and I was, like, so addicted to it because I was finding all these, like, comedians that had been doing comedy for so long but had never been seen and I'm like, you are literally the funniest fucking person I've ever seen in my life and no one's known about you because the internet is so hard to crack. And now TikTok's just like, oh yeah, you have a million followers. Good for you. Let's keep going. Like, it's like, it's so casual and fun. And also like you get paid now too. It's awesome. It's, it's the best. I feel like you've really cracked it because like you, every single one of your videos, like people love it. It's not, it's not just like a one hit wonder. Like you've done, I, and I was on it today. You've had like over 6 million likes. Yeah. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? Katrina, you are a TikTok celebrity. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you are. I was no, like, oh my God. Maybe, like, but no, not really. <laughs> but you, some of the stuff you make, you know, like my favorite, one of my favorites is when you like ripped your eyebrows off. Really? So many people thought that was uh, real. I know. It was funny because I made that video and I, I literally asked my boyfriend, I've never said this in the history of making any video ever. I made it and I, it took a really long time editing it. It took me fucking forever. I literally worked on it for like 12 hours one day. And I, <laughs> I run into the living room. I'm like, Nick, I just made a viral video. And he's like, what? You've never said that. I was like, this is going to get millions of views. I just know it. I just know it. He's like, it's not. Why are you being weird? And he watched it. And he was like, Katrina, why would I get millions of views? I'm like, I just have this feeling in me that it's going to go viral. And he's like, no, no, no. And for some reason, I was right. I've never been right. I, I never guessed that a video would go viral. But I don't know. There's just something so stupid. And also, like, TikTok, the thing I love about it, too, is, like, it's so genuine. Like, like the more genuine you are, the more followers you get. Okay, we'll go potty in a second. Sorry, my dog. My dog, my dog has a pee bell that she rings when she has to go potty. Oh, my gosh. She's so well-trained. Yeah, she's super smart. She brings a bell when she needs to pee. Yeah. She's just a I genius. don't know any other dogs who do that. Mia's the best. Um, Sorry. Um, I just love, like, it's so, like, I don't know, the more genuine you are, the more, I feel like, attention you get or the more followers you get. Because, I don't know, I feel like a lot of other platforms are, like, not based in, like, sincerity. It's, like, more of, like, especially YouTube, it's, it's like such a beast now of like you need to make high quality you know well-produced content whereas like tiktok it's like the more shaky the camera is <laughs> like the more blurry it is good for you i um, love it i literally love it oh my second favorite one is the bird one <laughs> hey what did you hear about laqueta no what happened she forgot to feed her babies Oh, that's sad. Yeah, they're dead. Really? Dead. Oh, they're dead. Dead. They're dead. 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 They're dead. 
Dead! Dead! They're dead! They're dead! Dead! They're dead! They're dead! Hey! The funny thing about that one was I was I was um in like a random town in Texas because Nick and I were like traveling the United States because the pandemic, we were just like, hey, let's just go on a road trip and try not to die. And um <laughs> like at this like random place that we were sharing, like this huge piece of land with like these other people like there's multiple cabins and we were in one cabin and i'm like outside like screaming and this little kid came out and was like are you okay <laughs> i was like yeah, yeah i'm just like in a tree just like yelling at myself they thought i was like psychotic thankfully we <laughs> left like the next day because i was like these people are gonna kick me out if i don't leave <laughs> That's brilliant. And I felt like really insecure the whole time I was filming that. I was like, oh my god, I know people are listening and like people are probably mad and I like felt really insecure the whole time. I was like, Mama, oh. she killed I, her babies. <laughs> so stupid. Oh I love it. But that's what makes you like I don't think I've seen any other videos like that on TikTok. There's no one like you. Like, I feel like there are so many, like, uh, replicas of, like, the same thing on there. Over and over, yeah. Because you just... I, I, try, I try not to do... Actually, I don't do any replications of anything. I always make it original content, and I never... I mean, sometimes I'll use, like, sounds, because they're, like, popular sounds, but I won't... Not, like, voice sounds. I'll only do, like, music. Because it gets, like, monotonous. Like, you go on there, and it's... Like, you literally scroll, and it'll be, like don't do it girl I said I wasn't gonna do it I did it like over and over and over and you're just like yeah I love seeing you shave your head but like you know there's like a certain amount where you're like okay I want to see something different yeah that's so, yeah, I think that's why also you're so successful on that thanks okay next thing yes I, I am so excited to hear this because I don't think I've ever asked you this. Okay. Who was your first love? <laughs> you met my first love, Georgia. Nick was my first, not Nick, sorry, Devin <laughs> was my first love. It was my high school boyfriend. Yeah. I think, I think you had met. Yeah. Um, he came to stay with us in our apartment. Yeah. When you, when you first asked me, like, what was your first love? I didn't know if you meant, like, a person or, like... Well, Other? it could also be a thing, like something you've fallen in love with. It doesn't need to be a person. We can talk about my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Is well, that what you want to talk about? No, if there's like, oh, it doesn't have to be. It could be something else that you fell in love with at a young age. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess comedy, but like, that's so boring because we already no, talked it's about not. It. I no, think it's kind of boring. But yeah, comedy, I guess, was my first love. Just, I, I think my first, like, I realized that I could make people laugh and that's what I loved. I know that's so corny, but it's true. But you can. Yeah, it was I was like, I always remember when we were talking about, like, typecasting at uni, at drama school. And, yeah. like, what were our types? Like, what kind of characters would we play? And like when it got round to you, you were like, I think I'm like a middle-aged woman. <laughs> how, how do you think I can break the industry as a woman when I'm 18? 
It is true though. And I always tell Nick, I'm like, the height of my acting is going to be in my forties. Like, I just feel it. I just know it. I know like my dream is to be, um, I just forgot her name. Tina Fey? I don't know. No, I love Tina Fey. Same. Um, I really want to be Tony Collette. Yes. And I know like people are like, oh, you do comedy. Like you can't be Tony Collette. But like, I really love I don't know. I love her specificity and everything. She's so, I don't know if you've seen that new um, movie on Netflix. What is it called? Oh, it's called I'm Thinking About Ending Things. No, I need to watch it. What happened? So it's like, it's really fucking weird. Like the first like 20 minutes, you're like, this is kind of boring. What's going on? And then they go, it's this couple and she's thinking about breaking up with her boyfriend and they go to his parents' house. They're visiting his parents. And his parents are fucking crazy. And Tony Collette is the mom. And she's crazy. Like, she'll be like, <laughs> like, shaking. And, like, her eyes are all wonky and weird. And, like, she's that crazy. That is you. That's you. <laughs> That's you. Crazy, wonky. That's me. Um, and, like, as it goes on, like, you notice that, like, the parents are, like, changing ages. Like, they'll go into the other room and come back. And they'll be, like, in their 20s. And they'll come out. And they'll be, like, 98. And then they'll be on their deathbed. And then they'll... Then the dog, it's just so crazy. But it ends really stupid. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I would recommend seeing the scene of Tony Collette in that. Because her and the, the gentleman in that movie, who I don't actually know his name, are amazing. Anyways, I, I, I'm just obsessed with her. But yes, I think I am a 40-year-old woman. And I will always continue to be a 40-year-old a 40-year-old woman. woman. <laughs> um, I love that. Have you ever done stand-up? I did a couple times, um, and I, yeah, I, I don't, like, enjoy it very much. I think, I think the reason why I love comedy so much is, especially, like, in, like, script or, like, sketch comedy format is, like, like I said in the beginning, it's, like, more of a community, like, fun, like, ad-libbing off each other and, like, having a good time, whereas stand-up is, like, super self-absorbed, not in the sense of, like, oh, they're a self-absorbed person, I just, it's hard for me to, like, get on a stage and be, like, listen, like, I I guess I feel like my words aren't important enough to be heard, if that makes sense, like. Yes, they are! Well, yeah, but I just feel like, I don't know, it feels, it feels really self-centered when I'm doing it, and I don't like the feeling of, I don't know, I just don't like the feeling of doing it. I, I, I just, it's not the same feeling it gives me when I'm, like, working with other people. yeah. Like, I like, it's the same thing of, like, making people laugh, but I feel like it's, like, coming from a place of, like, like, look at me versus, like, look at us make something. Yeah, I know you mean. Like, I know it, it doesn't like, make sense because my... Improv. Yeah, I love improv. Same. <laughs> it's so fun. Um, and I was doing improv until the quarantine hit, so that sucks. And UCB still hasn't given me my money back. They said they would. <laughs> um that's the thing like what okay I know this is a positive thinking podcast but like what's going on with like in terms of like theaters and like money and like are you guys gonna open in on in Times Square no I mean they they're saying they're not probably gonna open until summer of 2021 and even then I don't I don't know if it's going to I mean you can't put like 4,000 people in a space you just can't every single night you can't do that and until like we start, I don't know, it's all like a, a question. It's, it's, it's been interesting because a lot of my friends are in the theater community that, like that I've met over the years. 
Um, some of them work on Harry Potter. One of them was like the main actress on in Waitress on Broadway and like all of them just left. All my friends have left New York. None of them are here. I, I literally don't have any friends here. I have two friends here and they like close friends, you know, I have acquaintances, but um, and they're only here because they're not really in theater or any kind of film production. But all of my other like I don't have any friends left here. They all went back home, like moved permanently. So I, uh, it sucks, but I, I don't know how, how it's going to evolve. Like my, my friend that works for Harry Potter, she got laid off, you know, once everything went down and they contact her every once in a while and are like, oh, you might have a job in three years, but we don't know. Kind of vibe. So. That's horrible. I don't know. It sucks. I mean, I, I'm hoping they can maybe open at like a lower capacity maybe only like 500 people in the arena a night or something but even then it's like hard for the actors because the actors can't be masked and you know a lot of shows people kiss or are intimate or whatever so it's i don't know it's sad luckily i i haven't done much theater so i don't feel like i'm losing that much um i do miss going to shows for sure but I um, feel like you're in the right part of the industry at the moment. I hope so, yeah. And I, I, I think films will come back, hopefully. I mean, I've just started to get, like, book a few jobs here and there, but it's, it's been weird. Like, they haven't let the actors be in the same room at the same time. So, like, a lot of times I'm just, like, acting to nobody or, like, yeah, like, a lot of the scenes are done separately. So it's really bizarre. Um, remember Amy Cansdale from drama school? I do, yeah. So I was hanging out with her the other day and she does costumes for like big movies. I've noticed that. It's so cool. It's so cool. So she just did Cinderella, you know, a new James Corden. Film. Yeah. And she was, do she was doing costumes and she said that they have to have coronavirus tests every day. Every day. I know. And and that's like hundreds of people being tested every, every day. <laughs> I know my, my boyfriend has, my boyfriend does production as well. And every single shoot he goes on, he has to get tested before. And he's, he's working like every day. So every day he has to go and get tested. It's so expensive as well for, for yeah. 220 pounds a test. Yep. Imagine hundreds of people every day. That's like millions. Of so, um, yeah, so she does that. And then she has to wear full PPE. Really? Yeah. Wow. But she, crap. she dresses the actors. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, so she wears, like, a visor, a mask, gloves, apron, everything. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's just mad. And, like, so many production companies just are just not running at them. Well, they're, they're in, like, pre, but they're not going to film anything yeah. for a while. Yeah, it, it's, it sucks. But I, I have a, I, I think film has more of a chance of coming back. Oh, it's, the, yeah. it's theater that I'm worrying about. It's like, yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. I hope I hope New York City gets back on its feet. But speaking of that, I'm actually leaving here in a couple weeks. Where are you going? I'm moving to LA. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's yeah. perfect for you. That's what what you need, right? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> moving to LA. Um. Well, my brother lives there. My brother's also a filmmaker. My brother's the camera operator for The Bachelor, so. <laughs> oh my gosh. So between the three of you. Yeah. I think we should be able to get some stuff. I actually have more friends there now than I do here. Yeah. 
And plus, like, I'm kind of at the age now where I'm, like, over apartment living. Like, I've just been doing, like, I've been in New York, Georgia for almost nine years. Wait. Let's see. I came here when I was 18. How old am I? 26. Yeah, eight years I've been here. Eight years. That's mad. It is mad. And, like, after a while, you're like, oh, I can't live on the second floor of a building anymore. Like, I just want my own. I want a fucking washer and dryer. Like, so bad. And a dishwasher. And, like, I can get that in L.A. So the third uh, part, the final part of the podcast, is three biggest life lessons if you could give me any tips on how to win at life what are your three big <laughs> well they're probably not that unique but I think one of the biggest ones is just enjoy the process of doing things I feel like a lot of the times we're always trying to be like well I want to be here by this time and here by this time and we're always trying to like look towards the future at all times but I think it's like I think you gain the most joy and like excitement from like leading up to it and like how you're going to get there, which I think so many of us just forget about. And half the time we're like living in the future instead of actually living for, we're like doing what we want to do in the moment to get to what we want to do, but we don't realize it when we're in the moment. We're just like trying to get to the next thing and then we're just dead. And then we, and then we just die. <laughs> but then we look back on it and we're like, oh, I remember that. It was so lovely. But we didn't relish it at the time because at the moment. thinking about the next thing. Exactly. Yeah. So that's like the biggest. I think the quarantine has taught me that too. Like it slowed me down so much. Like before I was so much about like, I got to book the next acting job. I got to be like the best by this age. I want to be in this many films by this age. And now I'm just like, whatever comes comes I gotta stop trying like because it just puts unwanted pressure and stress on you because you have no control like as much as you want to try to control everything and like know exactly where your life is gonna go like tomorrow you could get hit by a car and like be paralyzed the rest of your life like you have no idea what's gonna happen so why I don't know I just don't want to dwell on trying to be something at a certain point anymore I just want to like live each live each day as it is and be like this is a beautiful day let's get to the next and see what yeah happens. And life's, life's short. So short. And the, and I always heard that as a kid, but I think the older I get, the more I'm like, life is so short. Like, I'm, I know I'm only 26 and like, that's very young, but. <laughs> We're like, life is short. Oh God, life is short. Like day. But like, I remember we had so many fun times at drama school that like, I, at the time I was too busy, like you say, thinking about oh, I, when I'm an actress, when I get my first acting job. Of course. School, like, but actually, like, all those really nice times, like, you rubbing my back when I had period pain. <laughs> I miss that. And, like, now with every boyfriend I have, lol, I sound like a serial data, which... <laughs> but um, now, whenever I get a boyfriend and I get period pains, I'm like, can you rub my back in this, like, in the way you used to? Very specific motion. And I just miss that. And I wish I'd been more in the moment. I know. I was actually just looking back at pictures of us from college yesterday, and I was like, God... That was fucking fun. When people say like college are the best times of your life, I'm like, I totally see that now. Cause it was just like, you have so much like hope and like, not that I don't have hope now, but it was a different, it was like a naive hope. You know what I mean? Like I was like, yeah, can't wait to be a famous actor on Broadway. Like I was like, uh, everything was in my, in my, in my favor. You know, I can't wait to be a famous actor on Broadway. Broadway. I feel like every famous actor on Broadway is British. 
yeah it's true it's true um but yeah it was just like so different and you have this we have this like community of girls and somehow all of us got along well yeah so there's oh, a couple <laughs> there's just one um oh my god I forgot about her yeah yeah I mean yeah love her um you know I do love everyone and even the ones do. that were a bit weird would just turn out to be so wonderful and I just there, yeah I don't know how we lucked out we were literally with the nicest people ever I know like everyone was so nice I mean I know we were all like unique and quirky in our own ways we all had our problems but like we could have got stuck with like some assholes because we went to school with some assholes and like the people we were yeah the people we were with were just like we were all a little insecure and like offbeat but I think it like totally worked out oh, i miss everyone i miss everyone too we should do a group zoom <gasps> i was gonna say we should do like a a college re what's that word reunion yeah but with just us the 12 of us yeah I love that. we do do them in london sometimes do you that sounds yeah. so fun oh yeah with yeah i've seen you guys i'm like whatever i'm not jealous you're jealous <laughs> you guys are so cute next, next time you're here we'll arrange one can I even come there right now? No, right? Well, not officially, but <laughs> you know the ways in. I know, I know the ways in. I've got connections. Um, no, lesson number two. Um. Okay, let's see. I wrote. I wrote them down. Oh, thank you. Why am I so you lame? Check on Mia, because Mia looks dead. <laughs> She's fine. Okay, thank you. Is she breathing? Yeah, I don't know. Is she breathing? Maybe she ate too many blueberries. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Are blueberries poisonous for dogs? Should we Google that? Let me Google. Yeah. I think I think they are because I used to, I actually had a uh, a food for my old dog that was blueberries. Yes, dogs can eat blueberries. Blueberries are a good source of vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants for dogs. Oh, thank God. Thank Large God. or small. Yes, um, yes, they are poisonous. I was like, <laughs> Yes, they will kill you. Cool. No, she's just, this is, it's funny because puppies are so like, energy, 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 and then they just like, like are so incapacitated. Like she sleeps like this like six hours a day. She'll just like completely out. Mia. Mia. Oh God, she <laughs> Leave her alone. No wonder she pisses every time someone says anything to her. So what's lesson number two? Sorry, I interrupted. Um, no, my lesson number two is don't give a shit about what people think about you. Because it doesn't matter. I feel like so many people are always like so concerned. Like, what will that say about me? What does that mean? What do people, what will people think? And it's like, it doesn't, it literally doesn't matter. It do, you're gonna die. We're all gonna fucking die. So why are you worried about what Jessica thinks of your fucking shoes at an event? Like nobody cares. Nobody cares. I don't care what people think about any of the videos I make. I don't care what people think about my weight, what I look like. I literally don't care. Like you want to hate me? Go ahead, girl. Go ahead, boy. Like it's fine. Like I, the older I get, the li I, I'm scared when I'm gonna be like at sixty because I'm just gonna be like <laughs> butt ass naked, like throwing my titties in the air and like waxing my butthole on the street like that I don't know what's gonna happen and I'm sorry for everyone that's gonna be around me <laughs> like I just don't care it's like I, and I feel like I don't know I feel like everyone's always trying to like follow like social norms too and it's like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter 
literally it doesn't matter. We're going to die. We're all dying. That is so true. I'm so much more in love with you than I ever was before. Because <laughs> I feel like you, you're a different person now. You're like, I don't give a shit. A lot. I feel like in college I was very like, I wanted to be skinny so bad. I wanted to like be the best actor. And like people were not like, I don't know, people were kind of mean to me a little bit in college. There was a couple people that were just not very nice. And I still to this day, like think about what people said to me and like how they made me feel. But now I, I think of things, I, 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 when people say something mean to me now or like write something mean on one of my videos or something, it's, it's so much less of like, I feel like I'm being attacked and so much more of like, are you okay? What's wrong with you? That's like, are you, are you putting your, your sadness on me because I'm not sad and I, I like what I'm doing or I want to be making it or I want to be acting that way. You know, I it's, love it's, that, like putting the attention back on the other. It's very Meisner. It's very acting techniques, like putting the putting it back on the other person. Like, what's wrong yeah. with you? Why do you have such an issue? Yeah, rather I, than thinking about it. Yeah, you. Like, rather than thinking about yourself, thinking, "Oh God, it must be me." Yeah. Well, the weird thing is, is like you know, I, I actually don't get that much hate online. Surprisingly, like a lot of people get a lot of hate. I, I don't. I think it's just because like my content's pretty neutral. Like people don't like. What are you gonna say? But I think the times that I've noticed that people are being mean, like if I message them, like with kind words, they always are like, oh, sorry, I was just having a bad day. Or like, they always apologize, which makes me think that they don't, it's not about me. It never was about me. And, and uh, it drives me crazy. Cause like, you know, we all have judgments, right? We'll watch a video or we'll see something that somebody does in person. And we have a judgment about that person. Like, oh, I don't like how they did that. I would never do that. But like, it, it's weird online because I don't understand why people take the time out of their day to tell that person or like tear that person down. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think it just says so much about the person that the person that's saying those negative things to tear that person down because it's like, I think negative things, but I stop myself and say, how would that make that other person feel? And if someone is taking the time out of their day, knowing that that comment is going to make someone feel bad or feel like terrible about themselves, then they have so many more problems than I will ever have. Do you know Where what I mean? Did you become so wise. You are the middle-aged woman you were talking I about. <laughs> you just don't know your years. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the 40 mark. That's all I'm waiting for. <laughs> now it, it's just I don't know. Being on the internet, I think it's taught me a lot about people. I don't know. There, there's, it, there's a lot of sadness out there, and a lot of people who feel like uncared about, and and they take it out on other people, and it's sad. Like the Karens of the world, they're just hurting, you know. Hurting. They really are. They probably don't. They probably don't get listened to by their husbands or their kids, and they feel really trapped. And they probably married the wrong person, and they're living a really sad life. And that's why they feel the need to literally sit on people's cars and like throw shit at people. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe they need to speak to the manager so often because. No one else wants to talk to them. Exactly. I think that's really true. And like, I I watched this video the other day that was talking about how like the only reason that you yell at somebody is because you feel like they can't hear you. And I'm like that, I hardly, I mean, I could like count on one hand the amount of times I've yelled in my life. I never, ever yell because I think communication is pretty easy. But 
<laughs> that is so bitchy. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I don't know. It's just like, it's one of the great things about me, I think, is like that I'm able to like use my words instead of having to raise my voice. But it's sad because you see these people screaming and I'm like, they just feel like they're not heard by anybody. And that must mean that they're not heard in a lot of other aspects of their life. Or they wouldn't be yelling at someone because their ice cream was the, the wrong flavor. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're just yeah. sad people. And I know that's not an excuse for their behavior. It just, I've just had a little bit different mindset on it recently. I love mm-hmm. that. And I love mm-hmm. that um, you're not trying to change others with it. You're, you're just changing the way you're thinking. Exactly. I love that. And I think that's what goes, I think that's what goes like the furthest you know what I mean it's like not about trying to change people it's like changing yourself and that'll change other people yeah do you know what I mean like it doesn't it doesn't help to be like be positive or like do this or do that or don't write mean comments it's just like when someone is really mean to me like I got a message the other day this this guy was literally like your videos suck and you're ugly he messaged me that your videos suck and you're ugly and I said I'm sorry that you feel that way but I hope you have a really great day Oh, and he didn't, he didn't respond, obviously, because what the hell is he going to say? But I'm just thinking, like, maybe he needed to hear that. Maybe he commented that, that to me because he was feeling like nobody liked him and he was ugly. Oh. It's just like, even if you think that, why would you tell me that? You're purposely trying to hurt me. I love that. But also, how can he, like you say, come back to that? Like, what can he reply to that? He's not going to be like, yeah, and, <laughs> and piss off too. Exactly. Like, not even nice. It, There's nothing he can say. No, and that's the beauty of it. I get the last word too, so fuck you. <laughs> I'm just yeah, I love how you want to be like, fuck you. So what's your third lesson? Oh, my third lesson. Oh my God, I'm so corny, Georgia. I love, I just, I'm just curious. Um, <laughs> it's, home, you can meet him I, in one second. Okay, cool. Um, it's lead with kindness and laughter, which is so corny, but it's true. Aww. And I think a lot of times people just like take things way too seriously when I think we could get a lot more joy in life if we just laughed about how stupid we are all the time because <laughs> I am so stupid. I'm not too to stressed about. out about things. I, everyone's so stressed out all the time. I'm like, again, I, I, I don't know. I Recently, my perspective, again, because I think the quarantine, but it's just like life is so short and like we all are just going to die and this this sounds negative but like nothing matters like none of it matters so like why do you put all these expectations and like fear and stress on things that don't really matter like I think all that really matters is like family and the ones you love and how you treat them like at the end of the day that's all that matters and I think that's another thing that coronavirus has taught me because like quarantine has taught me because like I put so much stress and panic into things that it just got, got, got cancelled last year or this year. As if, as if they were nothing, right? So, so you're, nothing. So you're like, nothing. oh, maybe it is nothing. Yeah, and it was nothing, and it didn't it matter. Was. And even though it, it didn't even happen, like, it's fine. Nothing, the world didn't end quite yet. But, you know. <laughs> 2021, you never know. <laughs> you never know. You know <laughs> we hope so. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I just put so much pressure on myself. Um, and now I'm like, oh, okay, actually, all that matters is that I do have a family. They are all healthy. Thank God. And you'll probably hear my boyfriend just flush the toilet then. <laughs> um, have had yeah. good poop in there. And yeah, all that matters is that like, like people like you and like my friends and my family are all healthy and happy. And like, that is all that matters. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we all are living the same life. And I think, I think also before quarantine, like 
celebrities and everything were so glorified. And I think that like, I don't know, to me, everything's kind of been like wiped clean. It's like, especially because like, like Ellen DeGeneres, I mean, I can talk about this forever, but she, you know, had her talk show like in her living room every day. And I'm just like, these are just people. Like, why are we always like striving to be these people when they have all the same problems that we do? And like, they just happen to be lucky enough to book multi-million dollar movies. And like, obviously I want that for myself one day just because I want to be a millionaire. But like, <laughs> like, I don't know, it's different than it used to be. It's just, I see things so different. It's like, I'm not striving to like, just be the next big thing. I'm striving to just be happy. And also, like, why are we striving to be people we don't even know? Like, we have no idea, like you say, what's going on in their lives. They're probably going to have so many issues. Like, even this oh, morning, yeah. I'm listening to, like, Lily Allen. Do you know the singer? Yeah. Like, I love her, yeah. I love her. And I was listening to her on a podcast, and she was basically like, I'm so bloody depressed. No one calls me apart from my manager. My kids hate me because I'm always busy and working. And I'm like, oh my God, like I always thought your life would be awesome. I always wanted to be you, like performing at Glastonbury and whatever. But actually, you just never know what's going on in people's lives. No, never. And I think that points back to the fact of like always lead with kindness because I actually heard something yesterday. It's like, you can look happy, but you're depressed. You can look like you ate a meal, but you really didn't. You could like, you know what I mean? It's like, you just never know what that person's actually thinking or feeling inside. And like, mm. I don't know. It's just leave with kindness. Cause like, <laughs> you just never fucking know. Like I seem happy all the time. I'm depressed as fuck. But <laughs> that's just how it is. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, I don't know. Life is so easier if you're kind to people. Oh my God. Yeah. Because, like, if you go, if you just start your day and you're like, oh, I'm in a bad mood today, I'm just going to be in a shit mood, I'm going to be grumpy, like, your day is so much harder. But even if you're like, okay, put on a happy face, just see how we get on today, whatever, laugh about it. Yeah, the day seems to be so much easier than... Yeah, just, like, fake it till you make it, you know? Exactly, fake till you make fake, it. Fake your kindness. I mean, sometimes I fake my kind. I fake my kindness a lot. Like, it, you know, like, when someone, you just don't like someone... <laughs> Yeah. I've met a lot of people in the industry. I just literally could strangle to death. Like I just <laughs> hate them. Like I'm like, I looking at you makes me want to kill myself, but I am nice to them because it's like, it does so much more for the environment. And it also makes me have like a different outlook on them as well. But like maybe I'm just being a bitch to be a bitch. Like, why don't I like them? I don't know. But being mean to that person doesn't help anything. It doesn't no. help anything at all. So it's like, why not just be nice? Oh, I love your lessons. I feel like I'm gonna listen to this every night now, like like I'm trying to train myself. Be a good person. Listen to Katrina. You're falling asleep. Anyone to <laughs> listen to the birds. No, life is a shark. Life is a shark. Life is a shark. And we're, and we're all dying. So who gives a fuck? I don't know. I have a really weird perception on life and my boyfriend thinks it's very strange. I literally wake up every morning saying, today I might die. Thank you so much. Yeah. This is fun. Let's do this again next time with wine. Um, yeah. I have lots of wine here, so, um, yeah, I'm excited. I love you, girl.